عم عيسى or rather the gold man as his peers like to refer to him is a man of rich demeanor a rare phenomenon in existence nowadays a true descendant of Nubian origin his brown sugar complexion pearly white smile and reverie like grayish green eyes made him a vivid embodiment of the authenticity of the River Nile, a hundred percent depiction of a Nubian soul. Nubia is derived from the word Nub, meaning gold. And this couldn't be more true, for Isa himself belongs to one of the most renowned Nubian families, who has inherited the craftsmanship of being goldsmiths from one generation to another. However, in Isa's case, we can say that the apple has fallen a little bit far from its tree. In Alexandria, to be precise. Owing the respect to his family's heritage, Isa still resumes his family's profession, that of gold. But not exactly that one found in mines, rather, the ones found in the heart of hot sweet potato, the edible gold, as he likes to call it. You see, Isa is a freelancer and a proud sweet potato vendor. His wild horse soul took him to the salty essence of the Mediterranean Sea to spend his life there and satiate his appetite towards life. With his intuitive GPS, Isa carefully chose the location where he would display his priceless asset, the batata, Arabic for sweet potato. His anchors settled in an intrinsic location, between the Alexandria University's campus and the famous Bibliotheca Alexandrina, the modern reincarnation of the Library of Alexandria, in a branch street from one of the busiest main streets in El Shadbi neighborhood, the Suez Canal Street. This neighborhood was the starting point to the cradle of cosmopolitan Alexandria in the past, where many foreigners lived in its streets and alleys, forming hives of nationalism. Nowadays, new generations form another sort of profitable hives. To Isa, it is a fruitful place to monitor your targeted consumer and record their behaviors. I wouldn't ever forget my first encounter with Isa. It was one of the coldest midwinter nights in Alexandria, and as a neurologist, I had to attend an international convention held in the beloved Bibliotheca Alexandrina. Amid the hustle and bustle of scientists and doctors chit-chatting, and the echo of extravagant terminologies amplified by horrific laughters that my neurons could not bear anymore. 
I felt the need to stroll for a walk. Perhaps light a cigarette in my car and make a couple of phone calls. My car happened to be parked in the same darkened street across the potato vendor's cart. I haven't noticed him until I have consumed half of my cigarette and got stood up by all the phone calls I attempted to make. I decided to remain in the car for a while, trying hard to preserve the little heat in my body and the sanity in my brain. They say there is no such thing as coincidence, and that all is carefully planned. On that night, I was entailed by destiny to glance to my right side and capture through my fogged window the majestic scene I'm about to describe. A wooden cart with so many colorful Nubian patterns adorned with joy, delightful warmth and cozy scent of lots and lots of sweet potatoes piled up over one another. In the middle of the cart lies a coal-lit furnace through which the sweet potatoes are being roasted. Besides the cart resides a man with grander posture, dressed in a galabeya, a woolen shawl and seated cross-legged, sipping a shimmering glass of hot tea with mint, getting euphoric and high with the warmth of his drink on the rhythms of his favorite Nubian singer known as the King, Muhammad Munir. It was a pleasant sight seeing him really. Something about how those simple gestures put him into a good mood touched my heart. But to be honest, I anticipated that he might pursue me as a customer and some nagging, trying to sell me sweet potato and I, annoyed of course, would ward him off. But the man didn't move a muscle and remained seated like a king in his own oasis. Tempted by his attitude, I decided to check him out and buy myself a warm treat. I started, Salamu alaikum, wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, replied the man with a soothing smile. One hot batata, please, he demanded. With pleasure, said the man, and grabbed a chunky one full of flesh and placed it inside the furnace to juicily roast in the augmented flames. I asked him, where are you from, trying to initiate a conversation. I'm Isa, from Nubia, replied the man. Hmm, Nubia, a long way from home, I commented. Isa shrugged his shoulders and smiled a cunning smile, saying, home? is where the heart belongs and the soul finds peace. Here's your batata, that would be three pounds. Aisa served me the batata on a hardened cartoon paper with a plastic fork to dig into its sweet indulgence. To my surprise, the man has served me half a portion only and he has chopped the chubby sweet potato into two. I was taken aback by his behavior and found myself in an impulsive childlike manner saying But I want my whole batata! Isa looked me in the eye and with a decisive tone said 
Trust me, this is your share. You need no more. Offended and definitely unsatisfied, I said, I give you five pounds and you give me the whole sweet potato. In a fatherly manner, Isa explained. Kind man, money can't always buy us what isn't ours. You see, God Almighty divides our fortunes fairly and justly. Every man ought to have his 24 carats. No more, no less. Just like gold. And this is your share, in consideration to your status, looks and manners. You have had your share of both edible and adorned gold. His words sounded paradoxical to my ears. Although they might sound simple to the hearer, my my brain found it deeply complex to fathom. I just couldn't know why. Is it because it was coming from the mouth of a simple vendor who, hypothetically, supposed to have a limited educational background and thus not expected to utter great words? Or could it be the absurd occasion of buying batata and getting lectured about religious inheritance? Regardless of the debate, I remember that my half batata share was so golden and sweet in taste. And that Amaisa stressed on the fact that I should sincerely be thankful for that. I wanted to hear more from that man, and thought to myself that if I can't get my other sweet potato half, at least I can get a free of charge entertaining story. And since the man looked like he doesn't like to talk much, I had to ask him something tempting that would encourage him to open up. So the question was as follows. Why did you choose this darkened street to set in your Trojan horse? Isa proudly and swiftly answered, it's a strategic place, my token of luck to be precise. You see, all shades of humans with all their social hierarchy pass me by and all share one common defect, gluttony. They are all gluttonous to the edible gold, even if they don't actually need it. I showed a sign of not being able to follow what he meant, and therefore, the man resumed his thorough explanation summarizing. Here, the biblioteca holds a lot of important gatherings and events which embraces either a lot of foreigners with colored eyes and blonde hair, or highly regarded class people, the ones you perceive as elite, while they might be nothing more than mere nouveau riche. But in both cases, they are tempted to try my sweet gold, either out of touristic memory or simply yearning to days gone by, where old was gold and life was simple and true. The other category is college students. Well, they are my favorite though. They rush in like grasshoppers after they're done with their lectures. Some to satisfy their hunger and snap a few shots with their phones, bragging about the fact of how simple, authentic and traditional they are with their tastes. 
while others are simply a couple of lovebirds in which the man wants to impress his sweetheart with an affordable few pounds without sieving his pockets. There's also the visitations of newly mothers whom have just given birth and delivered their babies here in the Shadby Hospital at the end of the street. They are the sincerest. They seek the nutrients in the sweet gold to help them nurture the young while nursing and strengthening the soul and bones. And all of them, my man, buy my batata. Rich and poor alike. What they really don't know is that the sweet potato isn't always sweet and wealthy. It's all a matter of share, luck and fortune. What do you mean? I interrupted. I mean that people are eager to know their fortune and would do anything to have a glimpse on their future and what life holds for them. Will it smile or will it frown upon their faces? They all pay the same tax, three Egyptian pounds, hoping to dig and scoop a lot from the elixir of life, but it's never granted that the taste will be sweet and the size will be big. But again, no man goes empty-handed, they all have their 24 carats of luck and fortune. You know, young man, I was asked one day to attend a wedding with my Arusa, referring to his vendor card as his bride. I was asked to provide the guests and serve them with prepaid hot batata by the parents of the bride and groom. Although the guests were all seemingly rich and despite the fact that the wedding was held in a seven-star place and had an open buffet that can feed the entire of Nubia, yet the guests hailed on my batata like predatory hawks trying to guarantee their share. I was astonished by Asa's philosophy and his ability to see things for what they truly are. This spiritual insight in his words that made him dissect, construct and analyze the laws of universe, human nature and the study of social ladder. He resembled God's justice in my poor mind and how all are given and sufficed with what they need, whether they were rich or poor. I couldn't guess Isa's age, nor could I have control over the time that passed with the speed of light, as if time stopped for a while in Isa's presence. But one thing I was sure of, that Isa was the sweetest potato I have ever seen. Cinnamon roasted skin from the outside and the golden, mushy heart from the inside. By then I had to truly head back to the convention and pick up what I've missed. But again, my greediness urged me to ask Isa one more question. Hey Isa, what brought you truly to Alexandria? The man giggled and lightened up like a child and answered, Samak <laughs> batata. The batata fish. A special breed of silvery striped fish with thorny fins that is a true delight to the taste and the specialty of Alexandrian Sea.
Yeah, I feel.